Brooks is in, so I get to lead it off with Welcome to Brown Bag Bats, your daily... Man, he's so much better at that. Daily Here's dose of quick hit handicapping. Quick hit handicapping. And, and that's it. Sports that's betting picks. It. Sure. Sports betting. Yeah, I think that's. I think we about nailed it yet. Alex One of these was days, gonna, even when I host this, we're going to get it right. We, we should we should write it down, honestly. Honestly, uh, Alex was hoping to be here today, but the train ride slash line into the U.S. Open where he has tickets today down uh, up in New York, over in New York from Philly. I don't know what direction it is from Philly. I think due east. That sounds about right. My geography kind of sucks. I feel like you say over, it just works in general. Yeah, over, over New over York way. So he is going to be taking in some tennis. He dropped his pick, so we'll have plenty to talk about tennis-wise today for sure. And yes, it is Matt Rooney stepping in. He is super sub, bringing him, bringing him in out of the bullpen, stepping in. I'm trying to think of a good uh, coming out of the bullpen guy. All I can think of is John Rocker sprinting. Nobody sure. wants to be John Rock. You don't want to be John Rocker. That guy was a lunatic. We'll go with Mariano. Take him on less steroids than John Rocker. And uh, Patrick in the chat says, in New York, we say down to Philly. Although I was told when I was in Maine, heading north, Along the coast, it's called Down East, which makes no sense. Um, geography aside, fun weekend. The playoffs are almost over for golf. Imagine shooting 27 under for a tournament and not winning. That is something that happened. It was kind of wild playoff, and I don't know. I, I didn't have a horse. I knew plenty of people who had horses, but I was kind of just cheering for chaos at that point. Pam. Pam had a horse. She oh, yeah, Pam, Pam had a horse. Right I on, forgot. Uh... On approaching I'd the for, green, I'd kind of I was kind of paying attention half in and half out, and I'd forgotten Pam did have a horse, yeah. and yeah, I should have been cheering. Now I feel like a bad uh, bad teammate there. So, well, Pam got that done. Can't like because Bryson, who's going up against Bryson, it's always fun to see Bryson collapse. It is it is actually fun to watch Bryson have a little bit of a meltdown. But yeah, tour championship over. We head to the final leg. Good morning from Las Vegas, says Lake Show Magazine. Good morning, Mister, and. Uh, yeah, we head to East Lake, where producer Dan has a, some fondness. He's from that area. We have a nice course. I tried to make a comp to this a couple years ago, or a couple tournaments ago, I believe. I said it's a really good comp for this tournament, but every year only 30 men play. And it's so it's hard. You don't have enough data. It's a goofy tournament. You have the weird starting position things. So. Things get wild with that. College football is fun. If you caught the show on Friday, Matoy actually gave out a pick, even though he's uh, he's our other other side of the counter guy. He's still a gambler, and he was all about UCLA. So between that and some people putting me on UTEP, I'm undefeated in college football. More college football content. We'll have some guests this week. Did you bet any college, Mr. Matt? I'm, I'm bummed. I should have been 3-0. and I had Fresno State laying 14.5 in the first half, which was that, – that was – I think it was like 31 nothing at halftime. It was, it was easy. Um, I, I wanted to go Illinois and the under uh, parlay those. or it, it, I, That's what I wanted to take. Everyone seemed to be on Illinois. It seemed to be like that was kind of a lock. But it got to the point where I almost outthought myself. And I was like, well – everybody's too high on Illinois. Maybe I need to go a little bit against that because it, it seems like it's too easy. And then I was with a couple of people on the golf course that said, let's go with Nebraska. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm golfing with you guys. I'll just take Nebraska too. So I went two and one should have been three and zero, but I'll, I'll take two and one. I'll take two and one on, on, on week zero. That's a bonus week. That's a, let's learn everything. Let's, let's get our feet wet. I'll take two and one. 
yeah, not not betting that one. It was still kind of delightful to watch Nebraska fall. I'm kind of in a oh, weird, hilarious. you know, I'm in I'm in an area too, and I grew up in Western Minnesota, so I knew plenty of Husker fans growing up. And boy, they're very every time anything happens, any recruit, any new coach, they're very sure it's going to be 1993 all over again. It will never be. It's such a weird landscape in the uh, in college football now. It's so hard to get back to the glory years. So I enjoy well, watching. This was supposed Nebraska to be it for them too. This was supposed yeah, to be it. Like if it's if it's not Scott Frost, like who's it going to be? Yeah, Scott Frost is a mess. Martinez probably isn't that good. It was fun. They offered a uh, WinBet offered uh, first touchdown score on that. I'm gonna have to check what the odds were for whatever Nebraska running back it was that put that first one in. But yeah, that was a. Uh, that was, yeah, the, and Patrick says the best hope is to get on an Iowa level. So UAB Jacksonville State on a neutral site. I actually talked to my guys at WinBeth. I'm like, are you going to line that stuff? Because it's got FCS schools, and they're like, maybe. So we'll check into that. I think we'll have a college football guest on Wednesday. We'll touch on that one for sure. I have not looked at that at all. But, yeah, neutral site, kind of a kickoff game Wednesday, full slate Thursday, a lot of college football, more college stuff this week. And, yeah, let's get to tour championship stuff because I feel like I owe an explanation. And that sounds very like I did something wrong. Yeah, what you doing? No, it just, it's, it's like mad off the air, too. He's like, just to make sure I'm on the right page. Like what's happening this week? If you go to your sports book, if you go to WinBet, if you go to any book you use, you are almost certainly going to find two different markets for golf this week. You are going to find a market for who wins the Tour Championship, which is who wins fifteen million dollars. It's a shitload of money, and there's so much money to be had in this one. But there's who wins. And that is going to be the man on top of the leaderboard at the end of the week. But there's also going to be a second market at 90% of the books I looked at had this. It's lowest score. So, and why they have that is because based on the rankings, they're giving these guys head starts because it is the championship. They're trying to reward people who did well during the season, who did well during the other playoffs. So you can see, if you're looking at this on the stream, you can see on the screen, Cantlay, winner of last week, bumped into first. We'll start at 10 under. Tony Fino at eight under, Bryson at seven, Rom six, Cameron Smith at five. And then as you go further down the list, you'll see other people at lower, uh, all the way down to even if you get down to the bottom people in the field this week. So everybody who finished above like the last few spots gets a little bit of a boost. And if you go back to last year, Dustin Johnson won this event by three strokes. But he was the guy who got the 10 strokes. He did not win both pools. He won the who wins the tour championship. But the winner of the actual who shot the lowest score was actually Xander Shoffley. In fact, him and Scotty Scheffler shot better scores than Dustin. So if you look at that market, it's a completely different market. You can find some value in some guys who are chasing who could who could presumably shoot, you know, 10, 12, 13 under and still not win the event. So you can see on the screen here, answer Burns, English, Spieth, Thomas at minus four. I'm not going to read them all, but all the way down to the you know, Berger, Garcia group, and Patrick Reed, if he does end up playing down at even. Did that make sense? Matt, you have to – did any of that make sense? As a No, it totally makes sense. I, I, I knew there was some sort of head start um, – you know, format once you got to the tour championship. I just kind of forgot where it was. I think I remembered the leader was always at, at uh, the first in the FedEx Cup standings was always the, the 10 under. I just kind of forgot where everybody else fell in the line. 
but uh, that, that makes a whole lot of sense. And I think the lowest score prop bet, whatever outright is, is something I think I'm going to be a little bit more interested in. Yeah. And if you look at some of the odds, you'll see just <clears throat> the couple of the top golfers are really low fit. You're not going to get a big number on these guys. Not only because there is a head start because it's such a small, small market or a small field. There's only 30. It's, there's such a low likelihood of a chance of somebody coming from way, way, way behind. It looks like I'm looking at the chat as it's being typed. It looks like Dan has a take on the Jacksonville State game. So getting into... Yeah, get it. I, I have no idea. I know Jacksonville State <laughs> either. strictly from college basketball. So getting into the slate, I did make a couple plays this morning. Again, I didn't actually bet these yet. I just grabbed – I looked at some early numbers. I haven't shopped these around yet. These are what I would play. If I can find better numbers, I will obviously play better numbers. But Xander and Scotty, not only because they did play well here last year and did this because of the decent form now at 12 and 22 to 1. And then a couple guys way down. I believe these guys are six, seven shots off the lead to start already. Connors and English do have the best score just because, again, they could shoot, you know, 10, 12, 13 under and not even really probably maybe crack the top five. So a couple of longer shots and some guys that have had some decent form down the stretch, some guys that can definitely score hunt, especially at a course like this and get there, but not even come close to winning. So, and any of these, if I'm betting, you know, let's, especially Connors in English, if I'm putting, say I put a hundred bucks on Connors at 33 to one to have lowest score, I'm probably going to put like 20 bucks on him to win too, just in case. Because it feel, it'll feel bad if he shoots like 15 under and actually catches up to to Mr. Cantley. Maybe not even that much. I'm guessing those are pretty long shots the further down you go. But I'll probably tickle the actual outright market. But really, the without starting strokes market, again, this is what I'm talking right now is just lowest score. Nothing to do with the standings. It's the lowest score over the four days. So, And that's pretty much it. We'll get into some more stuff later this week. I'm sure there'll be... You're going to have the same thing with head-to-heads. They're going to be confusing. You're going to really, really, really have to read this week. Reading comprehension, big stuff this week. Know what you're betting into because there's going to be markets that are going to be handicap or not. And and that's all I've said. Never been a big fan of reading, Andy. Honestly, it's a pain in the ass. It's such a pain in the ass week. The Olympics was a better market than this. Um, Alex? Alex, since it's fixed. At underscore noops on Twitter, at Alex Christensen on BetSperts. Follow along with him there. He has pics. He'll have stuff. I will. I'll yell at him if he doesn't post some pictures on his Twitter. I'll be mad because I just pimped it. Like, go follow him on Twitter. I'm sure he'll have some cool pictures from the uh, the stands there at the U.S. Open today. But he did send me some pics, and I may. I'm like, can you send me some crib notes just so I don't have to read these <laughs> off? Like I feel like I have I have some. I think you and I both. Well, like I I've talked about some of these. I'm like, but you know what what is uh, what is some of these uh, what are, what are some of these uh, bets that you're making and why? Just because so I can absolutely not sound like an asshole and read them off. But I mean, Sloan Stevens, I don't need much of a head start in that one. That's one of those weird markets where, for some reason, Madison Keys is being being priced like she's a lot better than Sloan right now. I actually I know people that would make Sloan a favorite here. There were places you can get up to plus one thirty on Stevens at some point. So uh that's a, a good look from there. Uh the Cornet total is 
He says it should be over 21. Cornette's off a good week. And Jabour, who is the favorite, is a bit of a slow starter. So getting that at 20 games. And then, I mean, this one just kind of goes without saying. It's Coco Goff. You can get a 19 and a half. He says that should probably be 20 and a half, maybe 21 and a half. Lynette is an underrated server and has been pretty solid on hard courts this year. I shouldn't have said that I had crib notes. I should have just sounded smart. Yeah. Uh, Mark, Mark, that one up. The, and there's a little mix up just because the way he copy and pasted all this stuff. Some of these names got posted twice, but that play is just Martin Sova plus five and a half games. That's just underpriced versus Vika. And a lot of it comes to the retirement from the last match out. And it was not an injury. She was just, I know, Cornet, Cornet. I, I, I read it like a Cornetto or the, the tiny trumpet. I played brass in the band, so it's a Cornet to me. Cornet Jabu. Uh, Martin Sova, I was giving that C a hard C too, which I apologize to her. But plus five and a half games, again, underpriced versus Vika because of a retirement, which was not an injury, just some fatigue. Uh, the next line should just read Navarro, plus four and a half games. That's another one. She's facing uh, Mikhail, and really it's just Mikhail is uh, kind of a U.S. player on a downward trajectory, says Alex. And then the last one is Kanja. Kanya with a soft J, minus two and a half games. Don't have a hard take on that. That's where his crib note stopped. I think maybe he forgot he made that play, but Kanya minus two and a half. I, uh, it's a play. Ask Alex why. Bother him on Twitter. Sounds like that that Stevens money line is is a value play there. So maybe that's the one I'll hop on. Sounds like he knows Every, something that, that we don't. Everybody I know that bets women's tennis seems to have taken that one, except one person on Twitter who often is wrong. So maybe a good sign <laughs> that's that a hot one. play. That might be a hot play to hop on. And then real quick, I don't have a prize picks entry this week, but prize picks has tennis. You can actually bet. Um, this is fun. So you can do some entries on just total match, total games on some of the matches, but you can do tournament long ones for the U S open. And I kind of gravitated away from some of the season long NFL stuff because I hate waiting that long on, Mm -hmm. on something like this. It should be more instant gratification, but this isn't bad. It's only a fortnight and you can see Djokovic is six and a half matches will over or under, which you have to win seven to win the title. So it's basically Djokovic to win the title or to lose before that. And all of these, some of these you can get pushes on Ashley Barty over under four matches. One eventually, essentially it's how far will they advance in this tournament? And that's something I'm probably going to dig into a little bit. uh, Once we get off the air here, because this looks like a pretty fun market. And again, promo code BBB. When you sign up, you get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks later this week. We'll have some giveaways on that. Hot takes from you on tennis uh, prize picks, Matt? No, but I was going to say we were talking college football earlier, and prize picks has college football too. That's what I used. I signed up, used a little bit of my uh, my instant deposit match there for some uh, some college football futures plays, some some touchdown totals for the season long. So that's I, I'm once we, especially these first couple of weeks, I'm all in on college football betting. So I think that's where my uh, my 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 money is going to be going on prize picks. I think there's probably some decent money to be made there too. If you pay enough attention, like everybody mm-hmm. can have a, I feel like the market is pretty sharp on like, you know, let's say Devonte Adams totally artage this week. Mm-hmm. But if you can find like a running back on UTSA or something, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you could probably hunt down some information and have a better shot at getting some wins. I think, yeah, I think college for football is probably a good one to attack. Yeah, like and, you're saying, if you're a fan of like a mid-tier team, you're going to be able to find some value because they're probably not paying as much attention to that as you know Chris Olave's touchdown total with Ohio State or something along those lines. Yeah. Someone said, "Yeah, we should just port everything in Nebraska under six wins and retired." Yeah, there's some. They have some tough games. The yeah. value might be gone on that now. Yeah, they. I wonder. I wonder if anyone will be offering updated win total markets. Uh, close with a we'll close with a fun market though. We've been doing these all season long, and we are running out of time on these because we're getting to the NFL season very very soon. We have Thursday, so we're talking like 10 days until the opener. I'll be out in Vegas. We have some fun events for anyone who is out in Vegas this year. But yeah, WinBet all season long, we've been looking at some markets. This is something we talked about in the deep dive a little. We've talked, I think we've just brought it up randomly with Alex and I. I'd love to hear your take on this too. So this Mm. is from this morning, the most updated prices on Coach of the Year and down in San Diego, we have a favorite. That is not where that team is. Out in LA. Formerly of San Diego, we have a favorite in Mr. Staley, uh, Flores from Miami, Rivera, Shanahan, McVay, and Stefanski leaving the list. Have you made any bets on this? Are you just blind I, betting I Nagy not... as a joke or what? Oh, God, I can't bet Matt Nagy. No, 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 no. Um, but you, when you when you texted me this morning, you asked me to fill in and said this is kind of the, this was the the win NFL market we were going. The first name that popped in my head was Brandon Staley because I think that one makes a whole lot of sense. That said, looking at the odds, there's just not a, I mean, plus thirteen hundred is fine value, but there's not a whole lot of it there. Looking through those names though, I, I'm kind of gravitating towards the AFC East there with either Bill Belichick if that team wins ten or eleven games and Mac Jones looks good and they're in the playoffs. I, I think he's a name that's probably going to get some attention for that award. And same thing with Sean McDermott. I mean, if, if the Bills live up to the hype and they are, you know, they end up getting the one seed in the AFC, which is very possible because if you listen to the deep dive, you and, and Drew, while you're high on the Chiefs, think that could be, a, you know, in an 11 or 12 win team as opposed to a 13 type win team. If the Bills can go ahead and take the AFC, I think Sean McDermott's a, a great option to take a look at there. Other than that, no, not a whole lot of names. I mean, Kevin Stefanski, I guess by that logic, the same thing with Sean McDermott. If, if the Browns go out and get a one seed, that's possible. But 1700 for Sean McDermott and 1750 for Bill Belichick. Sean Payton at 1752 is a nice one if Jameis comes out and looks good and, and they win 10 or 11 games. Yeah, it's such a weird award with uh, <clears throat> so much hinging on expectations. Like if you take it, if you, yeah. And again, someone just mentioned Stefanski won it last year. Like mm-hmm. Stefanski and McDermott both could have won it last year. And I feel like whoever didn't win it last year still has a chance this year. It's hard to go back to back, but like the, the teams with some lower expectations that could reach up and do something like, you know, I have my Arthur Smith tickets, you know, Sean Payton. I think people expect him to take maybe a step backwards this year. And I don't know if he's ever won it either. Like th- that might be like a, Hey, we, we should give it to this guy. Give him he's one. done it. He's done it so well for a decade. Like, especially if they win the division over Tampa, that's a, that's a decent look there, but like, yeah, it's hard to go with some of the teams that have higher expectations too. So yeah, I have my, I have my Artie Smith 25 to one mm-hmm. and, um, Really, outside of that, like I don't love McVeigh because I'm not in love with LA. Some of the 2006, apparently Sean Payton won. Well, it's been long enough where he's been overdue a while. For he's overdue. 
Yeah, Shanahan actually is a sneaky look too for just because I did fall in love with the 49ers yesterday. Anyone who watched anybody who watched their offense in the preseason last, you know, yesterday, it's or the was the day before, either way, it was like, oh my God, I think the Niners might actually be really, really good. People forget, like, oh shit, this was a really, really good team that just had super bad injury luck for two years. And now they might have a a nasty dual threat. Yeah. So all right. I thought there were a couple names there down the list too. Sorry to I think cut no, you off there um matt lafleur was like plus 2500 and if the packers come out and win that division pretty easily which they probably should and aaron Rodgers looks good i i think that might be a you know look at what he's done with a you know toxic type of situation in green bay and they look really good and they're you know 14 and 3 and let's give him a coach of the year like that that's a at 2500 i think there's some value and while i don't think mike mccarthy's a very good head coach if the Cowboys offense, you know, Dak's healthy and everything works out that way and they look good and they win that pretty easy division. I think being the Dallas Cowboys and having that Dak storyline, him coming back, if you win 11 games or so there in a weaker division and take that NFC East at 2,500, that's, that's some value there too, I think. Yeah. Essentially like for, for Dallas, it would almost be just, can he get the three seed? Can he get the two seed? Twenty-five yeah. to one for that. Can he just have a really good offense? Same thing, really. The same thing for Lafleur. If you get the one seed, essentially you're betting twenty-five hundred. Can you get the one seed with which is entirely Tampa, possible with, with, without Tampa's injuries? Like Tampa is still good. Plus, but Green Bay was just better. Like, yeah, it'd be it'd be. You know, Rogers won plenty of awards and they've given stuff out up there, but Lafleur's never had it. So yeah, I, I can see that too, especially if you if you think they can hop over Tampa. I think that's what it might take. And again, you could always get knocked out by something crazy happening in the AFC or just some other storyline happening. Again, probably you know, thirteen win Art Smith trounces that, but mm-hmm. that's kind of what's gonna happen. But yeah, I like those looks. So yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Uh, I see some takes in the chat there for sure. Hit us up on Twitter if you have any hot takes or a sexy ticket on a number that doesn't exist anymore. That's kind of a shitty thing to do on Twitter, but I still like to look at them to be like, oh, look at that. Like, you know, somebody got a crazy number on Comeback Player of the Year or something like that. So hit us up. And again, if you're in the YouTube, which it looks like a bunch of you are, Patrick, both Patrick's, McCann and Patrick without a last name, hit us with a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up for Matt for stepping in so late and yeah. figuring out coach of the year 25 minutes to spare and Can't his prepare. hot golf takes today and is plus 190 well maybe i will bet some more tennis today there's only 100 matches to bet so all right with that let's uh call it a monday again check us out if you want to win bet account 500 free bet we thank them we thank producer dan thanks matt for stepping in but really thanks to you guys for watching and see you tuesday